is actually going to eject a fan. Because bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. The fan jumped into the penalty box area. Enjoy it as to come to Philadelphia and stand here and dodge ice ball. We, the Dallas Cowboys, had assassinated John Kennedy. And we're live. Well, Ugh. I'm not. I'm not sad or anything. No, there's nothing to be sad about because nothing. Happened. I got. I got tattoos. You did. I did get tattoos. Are I... they real? Uh, are they related to anything we should be sad about? No, no, dude. The Super Bowl's next week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, on Valentine's Day. I uh, on my forearms, hit them low, hit them high, uh, and then watch our Eagles lose on one of the worst holding penalties I've ever seen in my life. That's <laughs> two of the last three Super Bowls decided by a bullshit crucial drive penalty. Uh, can I? Yeah, I'm just gonna. You you can bleep this if you want. the The ref should be taken out. Uh, Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> they, they did you see that they basically left Gannon on the tarmac? That no. he was scheduled to fly home on the plane, and how he told him at the last possible second, like, "Oh no, you're interviewing with the Cardinals. Like, stay here." Oh, it's felt funny. like it. He basically got left on the tarmac. Like, poor. He got Lane Kiffin. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, the defense didn't show up. Hassan Reddick can suck my butt. Uh. The, the yeah. turf, the turf was really the bad. The turf was absolutely fucking abysmal. I, um, I, Andy Reid shows twenty plus years of coaching experience over the yeah, two years. Turns out coach. he's really good at coaching. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, that's okay because none of that happened in his next week. No. Um, yeah, exactly. I, uh, we, and, we are proud to announce our first sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> Tom, you want to talk about? You want to talk about that, Tom? Um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we have our first sponsorship. Uh, turns out DraftFucks is real. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, hi, Liam and Tom. I love your podcast content. I wanted to ask if you're open to sponsorship deals. I work for a company called DraftFucks. I'm not saying the real name because no free advertisements. We have an app that's similar to Acorns. The fuck is Acorns? It's like Roundup. Fam- it's Roundup for like savings and shit, dude. I, I love tying this into savings. If you're familiar with that app, but for sports betters, it's a bankroll management app that allows users to automatically set aside the spare change for their everyday purchases. Which is with. truly an insane proposition like so if you think about up. it. The worst idea I've ever heard of. My, like, don't save the money from your purchases. Invest it in the most risk-heavy thing that yeah, you can probably, possibly like that, think of. Is that, like, that's an insane, like, on its face, that's an insane proposition. It's just deranged. All you have to do is post about the product Why don't I just connect it to my paycheck then? Why don't I just give you yeah. guys my direct my deposit My direct info. deposit form 15% yeah. just goes Why to DraftKings. Why don't I just eggs? go back to the, to, the, to the fucking Italian guy who runs the numbers that's tied to the newspaper, and he'll fuck it. At least I won't go, you know, at least he'll just break my thumbs if I don't pay. Do you like, want to? I, I won't go hungry. <laughs> do you want to go to the casino with me on Christmas? It's my favorite tradition. I love uh, advertisers these days think, think so think so low of their customers that they always have to like give them a reference point you know they're like it's it's like this thing uh but for this other i saw something that was like an ad that was like it's for duolingo uh, it's mm. duolingo but for cooking yeah so it's a game that. that doesn't work and you actually won't learn how to cook but yeah. you'll know what a spatula is in three languages it's Duolingo, but for cooking, that's just a fucking recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just <laughs> no. A recipe le- teaches you how to cook. Duolingo <laughs> does not teach you anything. 
It's, it literally does it. As an English teacher, I have to, to, to come in and tell you that it does not teaches you nothing. Yeah, vocabulary, that's all. I'm yeah. going to need the, the, the Tom Payne uh, Duolingo rant uh, at some point isolated and released. Oh, yeah, we'll need to do that at some point. <laughs> We'll have to we'll have we'll have to get a Duolingo sponsorship, have them pay for like one episode, and then in the ad read, I just destroy them. I want to be clear though: we are absolutely open to to sponsorship content, just not this shit. Not sports betting. Uh, not, yeah. not for twenty dollars. Yeah, sign twenty dollars. Fuck off. Give us thousand dollars cash. Yeah. We can talk about it. I hear uh, it's a really good idea to just badmouth the literal sponsor on the episode that you're giving them an they didn't pay yeah. for it yeah, it worked it worked it, wor- it worked for uh come town and <laughs> matt, matt and shane so i guess it'll work for us uh, <laughs> i will say that uh on my 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 little hobby channel of well there's your problem uh we uh we we as a form of of pride basically don't take ads uh because uh we we basically don't want to be beholden to anyone but i will reveal that uh morgan and morgan the law firm <laughs> did i tell you this no reached out to us and was like oh we'd, we'd like love to do a sponsorship opportunity here's our terms and conditions and they like wanted to review the entire episode before it went out i was like there is mm-hmm. no amount of money you can fucking pay me for that to be worth it like no. it's also you're not fucking from here you're from florida get the fuck yeah. out of here go birds yeah <laughs> your i-95 billboard money yeah, when they run the Morgan right. and Morgan ads on TV, they literally put at the bottom, "This is not a law firm. This is a referral service." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's like a like he like John Morgan is not licensed. He's in not Pennsylvania. in Pennsylvania. He can't practice law here. We no. have, as far as I'm aware, just very horrible reciprocity uh, with yeah. like every other state, basically. Yeah. Oh. So. Uh, <laughs> You might hear some other voices. This you might be listening to a podcast. This is a podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode. Of Ten thousand losses, the only Philadelphia sport podcast that exists. I'm your host Tom Payne. My pronouns are him. Him. Uh, am I? Wow. Are you okay? No, I'm sick. And with I me know. is my co-host Yay Liam. Hi, I'm Liam Anderson. My pronouns are also he him, and I'm just trying to limp Tom to the next hour and fifteen I minutes. I am very na- I am very nasally today. So, uh, but we you also t- you sound no different to me. Okay, that's good. I feel I feel it though. And we have two expert NFL geeks, just nerds about the X's and O's. Had to stop uh, watching the All Twenty Two just to come on this pod. You know? can tell that the the jet sweep from from the the quarterback draw. It's it's uh, Alex and Bobby from Tipping Pitches. What's up? Thanks for having us. Oh, oh, why don't why don't you say your name with your voice so that those who are are not <laughs> a point familiar of controversy. A can point tell of your identical recently. voices apart in the tipping pitches slack for our patrons. A lot of people saying that we sound the same. Alex, this is Bobby. I'm Bobby. My pronouns. Are, no, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> this is Bobby. My Truly pronouns fucking are incredible he, him. work, boys. I'm the one from Philadelphia. Alex is the one from the Bay Area. Yes, I am Alex, he, him pronouns, and uh, I had trouble naming three players in the Super Bowl when Bobby asked me mm. on the podcast last week. If so, by trouble, uh, you mean you couldn't do it. You named the well, two yes, quarterbacks. Right. And that you was two. <laughs> I was I was driving to work when I heard that, and I was literally like naming, because like, I got like 40. Man, I'm, what a shitty Eagles fan am I? I only know 40. <laughs> I, I could name half of the Phillies top nine. 
the Phillies? The Phillies. I can name half of the Phillies. You can probably. Name one. I don't think so. Can I, did, I, did, I, did I tell you the thing? Did I tell you the thing? I don't know. Oh, I didn't know this was a Marvel podcast. There's, but there's yeah. a thing. There's a thing. Uh, so I was talking to Corinne, and I, I had a secret to tell her, which mm. when the when the Phillies won the pennant, she turned to me literally with tears in her eyes. I was like, and you believed in them all year. This is special for you. And I was like, did you listen to a single fucking episode? We didn't believe in them until like three days ago. <laughs> I was like, we just watched baseball because it was on. Like... You, she's, you, like, but you, she's like you watched every game i'm like because i wanted to it was just on i was like we, we, yeah philly's brewers signed my ass up like <laughs> you guys you guys left the brewers game early to go to a dinner wow real phillies fans with your family wow yeah yeah <laughs> that was i looked up on my mlb uh was it the la bar park ballpark app <laughs> yeah, yeah i went to yeah i went to nine games they lost seven of them <laughs> 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 yeah go Phils, baby well for a while there i was like 10 games under 500 for the mets and they won 101 games like that's yeah. extremely statistically unlikely i yeah. i don't watch bruins hockey anymore because uh despite being a, a, a pretty fanatical bruins fan every time i turn on the television the bruins are on they find a way to lose so i am convinced that i am their sort of albatross uh and like i refuse to watch them basically until the playoffs that's, that's all follow them. I'll read, we, we I'll, all have crosses to bear. This is yeah, this is yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. That's yeah. That's that same thing with me and the Flyers. You know, um, but that implies the Flyers are going to make the playoffs, yeah, but, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a joke. All right. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think we have any announcements. Uh, voicemail call in two six seven three seven one seven two one eight. Give us your name and pronouns. Patreon.com slash ten thousand dollars. Thousand losses, ten thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what you have to pay. Sign us the up, the <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I was thinking of the word dollars. <laughs> That's a Freudian slip. I never heard one. That's my. That's money on your mind, bro. It's grinding. Yeah, yeah. Sigma grinds it right here. For that, uh, what? What do we got? Like a hundred ninety dollars a month, yeah. which still is not bad. Thank you for the money. Yeah, we appreciate that. No, we thought it was going to be zero. Yeah. We will we will pay off Tom's student loads on a long enough timeline. Yeah, <laughs> I think I I will. Th this country won't exist anymore, but but somehow Fannie Mae will still exist. After, like 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 well, as a bunch of be like regulators, the factions, right? Like the there will yeah. be like the Fannie Mae that let lives through it. There'll be like Tesla faction. You know how like in in um in uh mad max fury road there's like the gasoline mm. faction and the yes. bullet yeah. faction like that's how it's gonna go for us it's gonna be like Fannie mae is one of them yeah fucking pico is another one you know <laughs> verizon and tesla we're just gonna have to choose which one we want to live in i mean i gotta say i'm going with pico because at least it's like 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 state-owned i guess that, or no uh, no it's private but is it's it private now? oh it's pico an excellent company by, yeah corinne works there oh well, i'm an idiot <laughs> no you're not an idiot, but uh, you are delirious. Clearly, uh, yeah. I've slept 36 the last 48 hours with like a rant. It was so weird. I thought I had COVID, and it was like a sharp For the fourth sore time. That would have been the fourth time, yeah. Oh, and uh, it wasn't. It, I tested negative, a sore throat, and then like, you like my joints hurt, but joints that I wasn't even aware of. Like, mm. you know how like your skull has those seams? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, those hurt. <laughs> <laughs> what the that's fuck? a new one how did that hurt because i guess my bones were swollen or something like that fucking hate when that happens um <laughs> hey you want to hear something gross 
Sh- sure. Your belly button is just your old mouth. Yeah. Wow, Not I even guess. a reaction. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Processing. That's a lot. That was a lot hey, to take in. The, my, the mitochondria is actually not an organelle, but is instead an endosymbiotic uh, bacteria that has just ended up becoming part of our uh, our bodies. I thought you were an English teacher. Yeah, this that's real, what I was going to say. Science. You know, yeah. what are you doing? Oh, uh, real, real quick before we get into talking about uh, baseball and the right. Phillies. I. Uh, well, we're still imminent, talking about the mitochondria. Imminent uh, rampage itself. across the National League. 110-win uh, team. You heard it here first. Uh, absolute <laughs> fucking slaughterhouse. Uh, the Braves will be buried underneath Cobb Field. I, can get uh, I, yeah. I don't even care. Uh, but, uh, yeah, support the Temple grad student strike. Oh, fuck, yes. the, fuck Temple University. Uh, absolutely fuck fucking ridiculous. Water. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the school that I attended before I left because the transfer requirements changed. Uh, <laughs> Uh, fucking embarrassing uh we will try to put out something in the show notes about where you can donate uh support striking workers uh dump the bosses off their back off your backs and uh yeah don't go owls for once oh, no flat filter no, hole motherfucker. more like ass filter hole yeah right. got him got him got him I, yeah. I was gonna do an anderson hall joke but i didn't want to insult my co-host they also read i feel it. like I feel like the you, can still say, <laughs> you can still say go owls because I feel like the gra- the grad students are more owls than like faculty and managers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or maybe I'm supporting Florida Atlantic this week. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, but yeah, fuck, fuck uh, Temple and fuck the, <laughs> the also the but the only union we don't support is the Temple. Police the Temple Cops Union who called my mother a whore. Yes. Yeah. And who had <laughs> who had. 20 alt accounts that were going after both of us yes <laughs> yeah it's the same guy but yeah he was fast i will give him that he was fast yeah he did have a lot of fake accounts he's like where are you kenzo i'll, go, I'll drive by tomorrow tomorrow i was like hey yeah come on go, go by my house at kensington cuz um all right anyway and tom's mom shot an intruder yeah deserved it um all right so I guess yeah, the birds lost. Like I said, we had we have our our real, you know, we got our Ray Dinger juniors here, um, for to talk about the loss. Uh, Alex is more of a Mel Kiper, so he can really get you into the draft mo- mood. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah talk, talk about Howie Roseman and why he's a real genius, and how uh, the salary cap doesn't exist. How, they can't keep getting away with this. Uh, the Tampa re- Bay Lightning approach. Yes, <laughs> he renegotiates every contract every year and it's like yeah we'll pay you in 10 years and they're like okay that works yeah, out cool. all right see you howie cool. <laughs> cool i get to be part of the only nfl franchise that's owned by a guy who said uh, i'm with her so um, <laughs> Jesus. i'm with you jeff lurie <laughs> i yeah we're gonna ride the lurie train to the bottom but that's this is fine. no like the like the bar for ownership it's like it's like the phillies like well like the flyers are owned by evil comcast they right. got the, the 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 Sixers are owned by insane Josh Harris crypto venture capital guy, and then you've got cigar baby John Middleton, and oh. then and then you got I like to do movies and Autism Foundation uh, Jeff Lurie. So I I guess real mixed bag. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, I mean that's bag, the yeah. that's the trifecta right there with the quart- yeah. quartet. Alex, what's your take on John Middleton these days? You know, I I mean. You might remember, Bobby, that I did make a fan cam of of him what? earlier earlier this uh, this off season, 
Um, I don't remember this. Psh, you're not. You're not plugged in. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, you know, cause he's cause he's got that bat, right? And he's not afraid to use it. Right. I I suppose <laughs> we'll we'll talk more about this. I would I would imagine. But uh, but do you think hey. that the first step to creating a just society is selling your family's cigarette company for four billion dollars? Right. Well, it's kind of rocking a hard place, right? Like, do you do you want him to sell it and profit off it, or do you want him to hold on to it and profit from it? <laughs> well, it depends. Do you do you buy something good with that money, like a baseball team? Right. Uh, applying the Phillies are good. Yeah. Uh, oh, they went to the World Series. That's pretty good. They did. Uh, I, sorry, I'm still in Philly suck mode. Like, I'm still like. Again, I watched like a, a lot of league. very mediocre Phillies baseball well, last year. Well, I know five so, minutes ago you were you were calling 110 wins. 110 uh, wins, 112 <laughs> wins, 115 wins. Fuck it, absolutely. It's the duality uh, of man. So we I, we are going to buy Steve Cohen and shove him into the locker where he belongs. Yeah. Well, well, Bobby was Bobby was saying on the last city pitches about how he doesn't get how Philly has like this underdog, like like oh it's it's like we're, we don't have enough like success in Philly. No, like, it's not that I don't get it. I just don't like I understand why Philadelphians have an underdog mentality. That I understand. But how Philly like re- otherwise reasonable sports fans who can look at other fan bases success and judge it reasonably, look at Philadelphia team success and are like, yeah, we're going to blow it. We're going to lose everything. We've never had any success. This is nothing but despair. I'm like, well, two of your two of your major teams have won pretty recently mm. like mm. since i've been sentient you know since i could read which is more than i can say for any teams that for for basically the mess you know? yeah most 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 uh phillies fans can't read so you got a real big leg up on them <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah I, I would know i have to teach them but uh <laughs> jesus christ man. i mean look how we spell the name phillies i mean look it's ph what is this bullshit right um no uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, you know, it's it it is weird. Like we always, it's like don't be Philadelphia isn't isn't as bad as Philadelphians say it is. It's like kind of like a saying, or yes. like the the Negadelphian. I, right. it's just, I don't know what it is. There is there is this like attitude that like everything, like like we talked about this this on on your the division slag was like you get the you know we don't get like the respect I guess that we're deserved. Like this but, is true. But but on the other hand, like. We do have it pretty good, like compared to, I don't know, Arizona or something like that. Like not a real like, fan base, right? Right, but you know, there there are you know, there are some some fan bases, uh, some cities who haven't had any real success, um, anytime recently in any of the major sports. So I get that. It's weird though because if somebody told me they were a Chicago Bulls fan, like Kate Wagner, I would I, I even though the last Jordan championship was twenty five years ago, I'd be like, yeah, but you had Jordan. Like Kate is my age, so she was like five when the Bulls were were a dynasty, and I just would be like, "Yeah, but you had Jordan, so shut the fuck up." I do. Think I that's, even, a, that's totally good... fucking, totally fucking like irrelevant player for the last right. twenty five years. Not irrelevant, obviously, but like right. more or less irrelevant for the franchise for the last quarter of a century. And yet more of a I would shoe be like, executive shut up. than a player for the last yeah, twenty right. years. Right. I want to see Bobby walking up to like a sixteen year old Phillies fan and be like, "You had Ryan Howard. You just weren't old enough to appreciate him." <laughs> Sit the fuck down. I would do that. I, I know you would. That's basically what I did for the first 18 years of my life. I don't care that you were three. And then I'd push him in a locker and I'd say, Tom's going to teach you how to read, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I even do this with my own, like, within Mets fandom. 
Like, I make delineations between how old you are as a Mets fan. Like, when my mom complains about the Mets fucking stuff up, I'm like, this is bullshit. You've seen them win two World Series. Like, you don't get to complain the way I get to complain. It's all about, like, what have you gotten in your lifetime? And for most Phillies fans, for most Philly fans, they've gotten the Eagles and the Phillies, which are, like, those are the, the one and two for the most important teams in the city. Obviously, Philly's a hockey town as well, too, and the Flyers <laughs> have had a much more mixed bag results uh, since the 21st century started. Well, but, but the, yes. When was the last time the Flyers was like that was like in the eighties or something? Yeah, uh, the seventies. Seventies, yeah. Yeah, okay. seventy five, seventy six. Yeah, the Flyers like, have been putrid for forty years. I feel like complaining about your sports team is mostly why you sign up to be a fan, right? It's like so that you can displace all the emotions right. that you're oh, uh, yeah. collecting oh, in the rest of your life and pour it into a team, right? So I'm a little bit like, man, even if you won three years ago, like you got to complain about something. Right, no. where you're just gonna be happy go lucky the whole fucking time? No. No, no. This is this is Yankees fan shit, dude. <laughs> do, do they get to complain because they haven't won since two thousand nine? That's Cut like off. saying, yeah, no but the way. Republicans freed the slaves. Like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the GOP had this one this one fucking accomplishment and they've been sitting on those laurels since uh what was it, the compromise of eighty eight or whatever? <laughs> Real history hours in here. Well, I, I am also certified by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to teach social studies, so I, I can help you guys out with that too. Right, Commonwealth. Don't call it a state, Commonwealth. Yeah, that, I just it think means nothing. If you if you get it, if you get to go to the mountaintop one time, let alone two times, let alone once with each of your teams, you just you don't get to complain. You don't. I th- I think that 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 is unique to you as a, as a Mets fan, um, because your team is so got has like has fucked up in such hilarious ways. Yes. Like to me, you know, so my, it's really funny to me because my, my dad is from Boston and so grew up a Sox fan. So watched all the heartbreak until he was 50, uh, 58 right. when the, when the Sox won it and he'll still like have like, oh yeah, the Sox are going to collapse this year. It's like they've won five titles in like 18 years. <laughs> like it's fine. Uh, I, I will say the weird thing for me is that I grew up at least like nominatively a a Boston fan in that my dad took me to see the Celtics play and the Sox play in Camden Yards and whenever the Patriots played the Ravens and the Bruins played the the Caps but I didn't really because I wasn't in like the the ecosystem uh and now that I am marrying a a true Philly sports fan uh it's amazing the 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 mentality of like uh I, I think what it is is people are like, oh, you see the it's like yeah, it's like yeah, the Eagles were there five years ago, but they weren't for like fifty years, right? And you had the heartbreak of like the o two to o nine run with like the Donovan McNabb Super Bowl, and then the Vic team not really doing anything, and just all these NFC championships and all these what could have been, where like the last time the Mets made the World Series was what it was fifteen sixteen, yeah, two thousand fifteen, right? And then you you messed it up, right? So. I uh, I I feel like the Mets. Where it is for me is that like the heartbreak comes from coming close, and I think for a lot of fans, like they don't even come close. So it's sort of like, you know, yeah, fuck you. Like Philly made it five years ago, and it's like, yeah, but you weren't there for the other forty eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I I think for like being a Phillies fan, like I think we, uh, we I mean, the name of this podcast. It needs to be updated to eleven thousand losses because <laughs> we have more than we have. We have reached that number, but it's like, yeah, the the team was the shit team until the seventies. They had a run, 
um, decent in the 80s. Well, I mean, you win in the 80s. De- de- I mean, I, there were some decent years there, but then, like, for, for, for me being uh, uh, born in the late 80s, you have the 93 team, and then shit until the the golden years of, you know, Howard, Utley, Rollins, praise be upon them. And going going to the World Series two years in a row and then just slowly collapsing after that. Absolutely then, eating shit for the next and then decade. With, with with the Achilles tendon uh just sending us into the gutter up until literally I like I like like I still don't believe that we went to the World Series. I, yeah. I don't yeah. How did how the fuck did that happen? It doesn't make any fucking sense that this team made the World Series. So Middleton had to have there there's some deep something happened to Bohemian Grove. Like like that they had to make some arrangements. I don't know how the fuck that happened. All I'm there's saying some satanic is shit going on. What what I see, and I see this in so many fan bases, right? I see like a, a feeling of like you want to exercise the demon. And Phillies and Eagles fans already did it. Like, I, I, me and Alex have never seen our teams win. And honestly, never really even seen them get that close. Like, 2015, they were close. The Mets were close. But, like, they played significantly worse than the team on the other side of the field. And so, I, I don't know. They weren't, like, within a game, within two games. And f- the fucking A's can't even win a playoff series. And they're trying to be bad. So, it's like, I, I can understand, like, expecting things to go wrong because like percentage wise most of the time yeah. the team loses right but like what's the worst that could happen if the phillies don't win last year's world series you just think about 2008 <laughs> we don't have 2008 to think about you know what i mean like that that's sounds all like I'm a you problem and so many cities don't <laughs> it is a me problem it is a me problem uh i see what you're saying i mean this is this is like more of like an interesting like devolving into like the the, the psychology of the sports fan almost right um yeah, although I didn't take any psychology co- classes in college, um, I can only apply Marxist dialectics to this. Um, <laughs> it's can you please apply Marxist people. dialectics to John Fisher, for Alex's <laughs> sake. Right. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm gonna have to bleep this. Uh, you have to just. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and, uh, then uh, all right, there you go. And uh, yeah, play ball. No, uh, they the A's won't be good until they move back to Philly. I like that take. I like yeah. that take too. Philadelphia honestly. is certainly big enough for two baseball teams, you mm-hmm. know. And I would love to see how that demographically would break down because uh, I can't remember. Um, I did I did research a while back on how it broke down. I think it was it that the A's were the Republican team and the Phillies were the Democratic team, but it was back in the day where the like the borders between the two. So it was like the A's were like the rich kids team or like mm-hmm. the bourgeois team because they were like the the how money far they fall. <laughs> Yeah, the money, the elite kind of the Rockefellers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Th- th- those types. Um, and uh, the the Phillies were more of the poor kids team. So, um, you yeah, bring another sport. You bring another baseball team to Philadelphia. That's gonna make Angelo Cataldi change his mind about retiring. <laughs> oh, they, they would. <laughs> you gotta wait this, like ten years. It would rip the city, you know, by its seams. We can't handle that. We have. We can't. We need the external hatred because we can't direct it towards ourselves. We right. Would, you can't have that internal division. No. It's not possible. But yeah, we would we would end up literally killing each other. <laughs> uh, North Northeast Philly would finally break away and form Liberty County. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never if if any of you are not familiar with Liberty County, please look it up because it's the funniest. It's like yeah, let's make it let's make a Republican county out of the place where all the cops live. 
Um, is that so? Does like every state kind of have that sort of thing where there's just like a Republican county that wants to break? Because we had in in Northern California, there was the they wanted to be the state of Jefferson. Yes, and it was just yeah. it was right. It was just like all trees, and there were like you know it's a town of and like twelve farms. people, <laughs> right? And pot farms, exactly. It's like right next to weed, California. Um, yeah. yeah, but I I don't know. I think it's really beautiful. You know, form the form the the second fifty states. Right, you all just get to kick one out. The problem is the Senate balance. We let enough Republican states they could they could start slavery again. So um, we don't. <laughs> how ironic things are. Um, Liam, are you still there? Oh, yes, I was eating. Oh, <laughs> okay. He was just gonna let us figure out the whole bring. I was I was hoping right, for so. some of your Liberty County uh, uh, commentary to come on in there. Um, I think I, D- I DM'd you about Liberty County. It was like the first time we ever talked. We need we need to talk about the oppression done by the soda tax and Jim Kenny's <laughs> fascist state that doesn't allow, oh, allow me to get God. Sunny D for two fifty a gallon. Listen, I got I got to go over to fucking New Jersey now. I gotta pay. What is it? Seven, you were gonna $8? fucking go anyway. I gotta go over. I gotta go over and and, and go to Roger Wilco's to buy my fucking sodas now. Hey, 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 hey! Don't talk bad about Roger Wilco. They got a geodesic dome. I really like. Have I have I told? I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but I have an aunt who believes that if you stand in the center of the Roger Wilco geodesic dome, that you will get like 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 spiritual energies. Like it's. I I do. No, your aunt's a hundred percent, a hundred percent correct, dude. <laughs> Alex, you know about the Philadelphia soda tax? very controversial yeah i mean i'm familiar with a soda tax i don't know is is there something unique about phillies well is there was it, like that a it was real implemented and there was like a moral panic in philadelphia like at some yeah. point in the 2000s about like the obesity crisis and how philadelphia yeah. has this reputation for eating right. all these cheesesteaks and eating all this unhealthy food and so part of the like part of the political um overton window was to just tax soda right. and then yeah. everybody hated it because it was an attack on poor people more or less yeah mm-hmm like everything in Philadelphia politics. Oh, um, they didn't build the the pre cases yeah. that they were going to build. Yeah. Why would you do that? No, you got to you got to buy more Bearcats for the fucking police department. Yeah. So they can uh, they can launch tear gas into random streets uh, during riots. Um, or not riots. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Gotta love it. Uh, uh, I like how at least some of these fucking loser cops are getting uh getting fired. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough, man. I just like. The fucking people who are just like, oh, yeah, like, Philly sucks, Philly sucks. And, like, you know, like, the thing that fucking grinds grinds me to no end is, like, Wawa being like, we're from Philly, except when it's inconvenient for us. And then, you know, <laughs> we're really actually from the burbs. Yeah. But, like, in 10 fucking years when Philly's cool again, they'll come right back like yeah. nothing ever happened. Yeah, so 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 if you're not familiar, yeah, Wawa has been closing some of their inner city stores um, in favor of the gas, the ones they can build gas pumps at. Yeah, and, uh, and that land's really only available out in the burbs. So, well, there's another Wawa going up. We were joking about it. me and my parents were joking about it when I was at at their house this past weekend. There's another Wawa going up because it's more than one mile from another Wawa in the suburbs. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's like you. It has to be within a mile at all times for all people, which um, <laughs> pro- probably not good. Wawa quality gone real gone down. Yeah, it's, a lot it sucks now. It honestly sucks now. It's it's too much. It's um yeah. yeah you guys here, we're listening. We're on hoagie talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna get real real about this shit. Sorry, guys. Um, you repri- reprise your role in the yeah. pitches voicemail. <laughs> hey, stay from Delco. Yeah, what's up? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, the Hog- yeah. So they 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 focus too much on uh, breadth. It's like a, it's like you go to a diner and it's got like eight page menu. Yeah, written in eight point font. It's like man, dude, trying I don't to do too much. Right. I don't quality want a over quality. Like, come on. I yeah. don't want a cheeseburger from from. I don't Wawa. want fucking don't want brisket, pizza. dude. I don't yeah. want brisket Absolutely from Absolutely not. No. You know what I want? Fucking processed deli meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, breaded chicken tenders. I <laughs> Those are actually the only things I need. I remember when they actually slice like for the hot turkey, they would sl- slice like yeah. actual lunch meat and put it in gravy. I remember the original gobbler it was so fucking good. But this is gonna make me a return guy. <laughs> That's should. <laughs> we used to be a country. Call, the way that they, the way that they talk sandwich. about the way that they talk about the the Wawa's in Center City, Philadelphia, they talk about it like it's like, you know, like how Fox News talks about Portland. How it's just like a completely <laughs> controlled by anarchists. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, you can just kind of walk into a Wawa and it's a normal Wawa experience without gas and cars. Yeah, no, you yeah, they 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 act like you like you're fucking it's like uh the ruins of Gaddafi's palace in Libya. <laughs> you know, <laughs> If you've seen that uh, Anthony Bourdain episode, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what the the Wawa Broad Street uh, is, mm-hmm, which I believe is mm-hmm. closed. Or is it closed now? It's closed. It's closed. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the one in Tacony where they where they had the bouncer. Oh god, it's fucking. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I don't know how the fuck did we get get here. Uh, I guess we're doing our trash talk. That one that counts here. But at least at least the uh the NL uh the NL East looks like it's gonna be in the like the division. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the get the, the, the Mets um gonna be good. You got the Braves is gonna be good, you got the Phillies gonna be good, and you got two other teams. And uh The Nats how are the Nats gonna be? I assume trash. <laughs> well, that you know, uh Lerner just died, so uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pour one out. <laughs> For one out for a real bro, one. wasn't it like a month ago, Alex, where you were like you were talking about how long is Ted Lerner gonna be? Yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, it's, it's not gonna be that much longer, right? Like the clock's yeah. kind of ticking on getting rid of that team. Yeah, Dan Snyder finally got him. That's that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it, it was. It wasn't the sour milk in the uh, in the in his in the Nats box at uh, FedEx. Oh, Field. I forgot about that. You yeah. told me about that. Yeah. Um, no, Compromise owner Dan Snyder. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got him with the X-ray gun. <laughs> they, how old was he? He was in his nineties, right? They gave him Havana I syndrome. No, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, I think it's like ninety-four. Dan yeah. Snyder gave him Havana syndrome. Gave him Havana syndrome. Yeah. Um. So Nats fans, uh, you got something to look forward to? Maybe. Uh. Maybe the 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 family won't be as cheap. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll see about that. Maybe. Yeah. Nah, that they're they're gonna be worse somehow. Yeah, that's 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 uh, just move it back to Montreal. Honestly, at this point, because there's uh, I don't know. I I just feel bad. There's like there's the, there's nothing really going on with their their anything. How's their farm system? The Nats is it like worth a shit or no? Just no. Oh, they tried. I mean, they got they got something back for one Soto, right? Right. Like, they tried they to d- fix like the it. whole farm system in one fell swoop, and it, yeah, exactly. Um, Which usually goes very well, may vary. right? On whether they did that or not. Again, the whole uh, the whole quantity over quality thing usually works out very well for institutions. I mean, oh, yeah. we're at the point like I feel like in baseball, you used to be able to just like trade good players for great prospects at the trade deadline because teams didn't give a fuck about prospects and they right. just wanted to like win the win the headline. 
more or less. But we're at this point in baseball history where like teams only care about prospects. Like they don't That's give a shit about like. good yeah. major league Prospect players. hugging is the ethos. Right. So yeah. like 31-year-old, four, three-war player, three-and-a-half war players, teams are like, we will literally push you in front of a bus. But like prospects, <laughs> they'll hold on to till the cows come home because they know that they don't have to pay any of those guys money and they can always sell their fan base that, oh, the prospects are coming. And it saves them money in the long term. And so it's like way harder to build your team via trades or like build up build your farm system back up via trades hmm. because teams don't want to look like they gave away an all-time prospect for a, right. you know, a reliever at the or... deadline and yeah. so everybody's afraid of that and they're afraid of being criticized for that and so now the only way to have a good farm system is to develop players well and obviously cheap shittily run organizations don't develop players well and the nationals have been you know despite the fact that they won the world series in 2019 i think that that was more of a testament to like player acquisition and their gm at the major league level rather than like organizationally deep um well-run structures providing them you know good good depth at every position because they they don't really have that sure yeah Uh, i mean for those actual um if there's actual uh, nats fans um i've seen one in the wild before uh you know that does suck (laughs) (laughs) i feel bad it was in Miami of all places too. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's a place. It, 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 you know, in another NLA's team. You know, I I saw when I was the last time I was in Miami, one Nats hat, um, which is right outside of Walgreens. And I took me a second. I was like, "Is that a Walgreens? Oh no, that is Nationals. Yeah, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they do I, exist. Yeah. Was it Mitch then, McConnell? <laughs> oh, I should have asked. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't think so, but you never know. It could have been in the in disguise. Um, who was in a different reptilian skin at the time, uh, <laughs> and, and and lots of Yankees hats, uh, which, yeah, which is make, to be expected. In, in that you know, um, but n- not a single Marlins hat. N- I mean, I barely saw any at the fucking Marlins ballpark. <laughs> that sucks, dude. That yeah. just sucks. <laughs> but but uh, I do believe though uh, the reasons the Phillies historically perform poorly there is that stadiums like. I don't think it's ugly per se, um, but it's it's interesting architecturally. But it, the noise reverberates there in a way that so is weird. unsettling. Yeah, it's ca- so, so cavernous. Yeah. It feels like an indoor swimming pool. Yeah, like I, is there like fucking like uh, like uh, what's what's it called? Infrasounds in there that are making you like fuck <laughs> up? Do you, do you think that baseball is actually brown tones, like, except yeah, for they're, making they're, you bad at baseball? <laughs> The Miami Marlins uh, brown note generator. <laughs> Maybe they should try that because clearly they need something. That's, that's excitement. Yeah. It's not good excitement, but no, it they, is excitement. They've, they've tuned it the wrong way. It's been going after the Marlins players this whole time. Right. It's actually just going after the fans. The yeah. players are fine, but yeah. <laughs> 10,000 baseball fans are happy. The play- oh, that's generous. That, that, is is very, generous. that was very generous. I'm sorry. That's 10,000. Yeah. Wow. Food, food, food's good there, though. Food is pretty good there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, uh, I got Cuban coffee nice. while I was there in center Ooh, field. Nice. That was exciting. Yeah, I love there- to be over-caffeinated in public places. That's like kind the- of my whole life ethos. <laughs> I like. I had a ten minute conversation. The bar in center field. The guy's like, "Oh, you're from, you're from Philly, oh, yeah." It's I'm, legit. I'm from- They'll make you any drink that you want there. But he's like, "Yo, I'm from Philly. Yo, what's up, man?" I'm like, "Oh, you're <laughs> you're here like with like the Marlins." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." But like, he just wanted to talk. To, he told, wanted to talk about how good the Phillies are going to be for ten minutes. Like, like, <laughs> dude, what? The- Even your employees are not Marlins fans. What the <laughs> fuck? 
like jesus christ at least it, so like, like it's this it's bag park the, the every single person there is like yeah yeah go fight it's gonna have a good game right you know like <laughs> yeah. like yeah. i've never i've never seen you're not gonna walk in there as a mets fan and have a have, have a, a good Sis- time yeah have a scissors bag park fan or uh security staff feel like yeah go secretly like winking at you go mets yeah no you know, that's not yeah. No. Hey, that's Derek Jeter's fingerprints right there. You know, diversity of thought. This is the future. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he was building a real pluralistic organization, and it's <laughs> right, real, yeah. and it starts with the beer vendors finding new and fascinating ways to suck at baseball. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it didn't work out, and he had to fucking you know run back uh, to Fox Sports with his tail between his legs. Yeah, yeah I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. To, they're somehow being some sort of beef between A-Rod and Derek Jeter over who's who gets the most like cam- much camera time or something like I mean, that. It's already started. The handshake was already awkward when they brought out yeah, Jeter to announce that he was joining the booth. It was already. I mean, I, I have to think that Jeter just doesn't want A-Rod to get all the shine or, or has to prove that like he can hang too, right? Mm-hmm. He ha- like A-Rod wasn't able to, to buy a baseball team. Derek Jeter got in there. Right. Oh, A Rod's on TV. Guess what? Derek Jeter can do that too. You know, like that rivalry, one hundred percent there. Like no matter what they say. Yeah. If only uh, Derek Jeter would have improved his uh, defensive advanced <laughs> metrics to be like Alex Rodriguez. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only Derek Jeter had taken that rivalry seriously as a baseball player, as a baseball where A Rod was way better than him. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, uh, uh, I was, I was at the game where uh, the Angels beat. Uh, where the Angels lost to the Phillies in that walk-off with the kid with pr- that kid was praying. And the entire game, there was an Angels fan behind me who was just, like, talking to, like, his kid brother or something like that. Like, someone in his family about how bad Derek Jeter was defensively. <laughs> and, like, the entire game. And it's like, and, and I'm, like, getting mad. I'm like, it's been six innings and you keep <laughs> saying he's de- statistically the worst defensive shortstop. <laughs> To have ever been on the Hall of Fame. Shut up, goddammit. Like so, and then and then he was and then he ca- kept calling uh Otani uh Otani san oh, the entire game too. Like, I remember oh, you yeah. telling me about this, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I hope Otani san I wish I, it's a shame we're not watching Otani san play. And then it was the seventh inning and he's like at his peak of his like chirpiness. And then you have the the, the Bryce Harper uh grand slam to tie the game. And then he just shut up the rest of the fucking game. <laughs> and I, w- I wish it, if he wasn't with his kid, I'd be like, Ed, that's right. That's right. <laughs> fucking shut up. Well, you know, Matt Vaskersian, who's who oh, yeah. like, does ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. He did MLB The Show for a while, the play-by-play guy. And now he does the Angels games, although he mm. only does like half of them for some reason because he yeah, doesn't want to actually work. I don't, I don't really know. Um, he called anymore. when Otani hits a home <laughs> run, he goes big fly Otani son. That's his call. Yeah, uh, oh. I'm like, uh, you, uh. yeah. I mean, it, it, I'm sure if it like really bothered Otani a lot, he would tell someone from the team to tell Veskersian to stop doing that. But either way, like, it's probably not either. So kind of gross. Yeah. Vaskersen is weird. Yeah, I mean, do you guys, do you guys remember at the Angels Stadium when they had they like rolled out a bunch of different like quote unquote like ethnic foods yes. to represent oh, like the different players? So like they were like Shohei Otani's on our team. So as a result, here's an Asian food booth. That's like <laughs> a- Asian food. Like what? <laughs> what is Bro. that? <laughs> The more the more I like watch corporate management, the more I realize that every single corporation is exactly the same when when alex and i were at nyu together there was um 
there's a quite a controversy stirred up when one February for Black History Month, one of the dining halls decided that they were going to serve fried chicken and watermelon and collard greens to honor Black History Month. That's not that's come on, man. Which is like that. But how how is that happening with the Los Angeles Angels? I mean, I know how it's happening because they're run by Artie Moreno and nobody. There's actually just a bunch of 48 year old white guys making these decisions. But still, I've taken the Pacific Surfliner which goes by the stadium, I've seen the desolate moonscape around it. It makes sense. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't have a bottle of water with you in, like, August and you were walking from the furthest end, you might not make it to the gate. <laughs> it is That's so fucking desolate. The, Jesus. They, don't even, they don't even open, like, three-quarters of the parking lot for the games. <laughs> not because there's, like, not enough, you know, not because there's not fans going. Like, there are, there are fans, you know. They draw yeah. okay. They are draw better than, like, the Marlins and the Rays and the A's. Right. But, like, the parking lot is literally so big that you can't possibly need all of those spaces, even if you sold out the game and everyone drove by themselves. Uh, there, there's got to be a climatological impact on, from that parking lot. Like, Oh, yeah. Get, oh. Let's get, our, get our, our finest weather minds on that. Well, that's why Artie Moreno wants to, you know, build luxury condos on half of it, because that's much better for society. Right. He's just trying to build his own ecosystem out there is what he's <laughs> yeah. doing. Right. I mean, build, legitimately, build. I feel like Disneyland has had a real mind-numbing effect on every mm. single business in Southern California. They see Disneyland, and they're like, they're doing it right. That is a sovereign nation. They have their own police. They have their own zip code. They have their own fire station. <laughs> like That is the ideal goal for all baseball owners. And you know what? Some of them have succeeded. Like The, the, the Cubs, the Braves have succeeded in doing that, and others are trying to follow that model. The um, when I was on said Surfliner, like we were all getting drunk. It was like a party, the party train or something. It was early too, but there was a there was a girl from San Diego who started talking to me and my wife, and she's like, "Oh my god, yeah, we're in Orange County, and this this is Republican shithole." Like she's just like straight <laughs> up would say that. I was like, I was like, I knew that already, but thanks for letting me know. Like, thank you. She was like our tour guide every train stop we stopped by. This is where the Angels play. It's like awesome. <laughs> Great. Um, thanks. Yeah, but no, I just like how she had to point it out that you know. You know, that's but the good I, kind of virtue signaling, signaling yeah, yeah. you know? I'm yeah, like, all right, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, we're from Pennsylvania, but we're not those kinds of Pennsylvania. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, I would, one would wonder, like, what, what someone like a Connie Mac would be in, in today's modern uh, uh, ownership ecosystem. Because he, he, he didn't want to spend money, but he also built nice shit with, this, like, Shy Park was really pretty and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's so inter- right. He didn't want to spend money, right? He was all about like cutting corners and like gimmicks. And to a certain extent, I feel like there's that would probably succeed. I mean, as we've seen, there's no lost love for for owners who don't spend money in today's game mm-hmm. day and age, and and would rather spend it on, I don't know, a statue to put in the center field that gets ripped out like four years later. I'm <laughs> just spitballing here, right? Like that feels like the the exact kind of thing that that a a Connie Mac baseball stadium in 2023 would be filled with is just gimmicks and you know people would come yeah i just i you know it's it's another the moreno uh already moreno wants to wants to build that up but it's like it's going to be like if they do do that it's going to be like those like these like fake main street uh strip malls that they have out yeah. here it's just going to be that like it's yeah, going to be like a baja centers, fresh Tom. town centers yeah a baja fresh there's gonna be a jack-in-the-box yeah yeah. Uh, There's already an In and Out. 
like one yeah. street over. Do they have can... Do they have a spaghetti warehouse or whatever it is or cheesecake factory? That's what I'm thinking of. Cheesecake factory, old spaghetti. What? Uh, I forget what it's, it's called. The spaghetti called. factory. It's yeah, old spaghetti factory. That's a thing in California. It's gonna be exactly like that. I feel so. Connie Mack is an interesting question though. So a couple years ago, Alex and I. Uh, invited the Cespedes family barbecue guys. I guess maybe this was last year. It was last year during the lockout. I honestly don't remember. Um, we invited them on and we did the least terrible owners draft. Mm. So we, instead of drafting our favorite owner, or, you know, instead of drafting the, the owners who we hate the most or like who would go to the guillotine first or whatever, we drafted <laughs> the ones who are least terrible, who got themselves to the back of the guillotine line. And, um, you know, when we were looking, doing research for this pod, I was looking at owners throughout baseball history and trying to kind of figure out like who are the least abhorrent, like who actually tried, who wanted to put a good product on the field and actually like advance the cause of baseball in America. And obviously like Connie Mack is one that comes up because he's like extremely famous and he was like trying all this gimmicky stuff to make baseball more interesting for fans. I feel like cutting corners back then and like cost saving metrics actually mattered because baseball was not like too big to fail. And so he actually had to cut corners at some point because I mean, maybe he didn't have to cut it to the extent that he did, and probably he should have been paying players more or, or whatever. But, like, baseball was still affordable to fans. Like, they could still come right. to games and, and buy tickets and whatnot. And part of the economics of baseball was, like, making it a viable thing for people to actually come to the ballpark and watch the game and support the team. And so it always it always rubs me the wrong way when, when a guy like Rob Manfred or owners these days compare the idea of modern baseball ownership to anything like Connie Mack's era, because it's like, yeah. you guys are so, you guys are like banks now. So I don't understand. Right. It's, it's not the same. We're not even playing the same game. Like this is not the same financial calculus, but they use that as sort of like a blanket cover for themselves to pretend like they're still this like small time, pull myself up by my own bootstraps <laughs> owner. And if I don't, yeah. if I don't trade Francisco Lindor, guess yeah. what? There's not going to be a Cleveland baseball team anymore at all. <laughs> It's like yeah, well, okay, to fold guys. Up. Yeah. All right, let's let's take it down a notch. Well, definitely, like like, I mean, a lot of owners back then, like that was their job, right? Like they were that was how they made That's money, you income. know, like like the, really, like Charlie Finley, you know, like sold his insurance company, um, and was like, well, I need the A's to kind of succeed, right? Or or not succeed, but then I just don't pay any of the players, and so I pocket the money anyway, right? But like, <laughs> so there was like a, at the very least, like. A, a tiny bit more of an incentive because it's like if fans don't show up like yeah fans are not are not paying players salaries anymore but 60 years ago like gate receipts like they were right like like pre-tv deals and and you know massive sponsorships and stuff like Like if you you didn't sell enough fans if you didn't sell enough hot dogs you had to trade babe ruth to the yankees like that that was true (laughs) that that literally happened so i mean the red sox owners were just being cheap of course but like they could have afforded it but you know this happened throughout you do not history. under any circumstances have to have to hand it to, hand to the, it the Red, Red Sox. Sox. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I know. I know. But like the way that I compare it, you know, it's like, you know, the idea of like the small town, the small time landlord, you know, like the landlord yeah. who just owns two houses and they, they can't right. work. And so their second house is the thing that pays for their first house. Right. And that's like a thing that persists, even though it's not really true in America mm-hmm. for the large part. The difference is like, a, a baseball owner in Connie Mack's era was was that idea of the small town landlord. They 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 would have been fine. They wouldn't have starved if they right. had to if the baseball team was not doing well. But they weren't making like buku bucks all of the time. And nowadays it's like nowadays baseball teams are international consolidated real estate firms who make one second. Who I just got to bi- shut my door. Yeah. Uh, who make sorry about who that? Rake in billions and billions of dollars just as passive income. 
Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's it's they're like mints onto themselves. Like they are complete money sources. Um, yeah. Like they did they like you said they've been around, and also you know highly incestuous nepotistic organizations as well. Like we were talking we t- were talking about like what would you do if you won the Powerball when it was like in the billions? It's like it's like I would try like would you try and buy into a, into a um a baseball team? But it's like they wouldn't no one would sell anything to you if right. you weren't like if they didn't know who you are you're just some lottery winner. They would, they would maybe have a meeting with you out of courtesy, but that would be, but they would, ne- there was no way they'd let you buy in. No, they certainly wouldn't let me and Alex buy in. <laughs> right. No, no. <laughs> no. Well, I said, well, I was saying is if I had, if I won the Powerball, my goal would be, I would, I would pay all the money to like driveline or whatever. Like, look, let's just see if we can get me signed by a team. Like, <laughs> let's, I'm paying millions of dollars for like two years of training. I, right. I'm like 35 or whatever, but let's just see if we can like develop a, like a weird pitch or something like, that gets me at least to a minor league roster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could, you could learn the ghost yeah. fork ball. <laughs> yeah. Go, I think go. I would, um, I think I would fuck off to Italy. And delete everything online. <laughs> done. I think I would buy like a house in Italy and just never talk to anyone. And just ever fuck again. off forever. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I, I hear that. And, and, but there, then, then four or five years later, we just see this Liga di Baseball Italiana <laughs> right. podcast. Um, no one knows where it's being funded from. No one knows where, yeah, but <laughs> suspiciously, a lot of these rules changes look suspiciously like something I've heard on the podcast. Before. Why are there two mounds? <laughs> <laughs> why are they both in the third the third base outfield? <laughs> I'd be doing why? my Mike Piazza. I'd be on my Mike Piazza shit, you know? Oh, no. I hope not. Why, why are the bats made out of Barilla noodles? Um <laughs> Um, actually, that's a good idea. Barilla, if you want to sponsor, by the way, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take that. Yeah, hang on, we don't hang need on. Draft Fox. If Barilla's going to sponsor any podcast, please, please contact, <laughs> at least contact both of us. Contact two <laughs> Barilla is like an every night thing for us. Come on. Maybe yeah. we can, maybe we can pool our, our listenerships, you know, kind of under yeah. one umbrella. They just give us both a sponsorship. I think right. we can make something work. Well, we got, we got like three people, including me, who listen to both. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> There, there is actually like two of them, but um, yeah. Shouts out to you guys. Uh, yeah, you know who you are. I don't. The only, but the only ones who actually see my face. Um, Alex and I, um, we joke all the time about once tipping pitches makes it huge, about how we're gonna have a a, a tipping pitches Milan office. A oh yes, <laughs> a tipping pitches uh, in, in Naples. You know, seafaring <laughs> office. We're gonna have uh, uh the Malibu, like the seafaring Mal- office, Malibu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malibu studio only, not an yeah. office. No employees, no nothing. No one's gonna be doing work any day. We only we only record while we're in Malibu when it's not can on you, fire. Can you do like a like a like a Tim Fitch's Galway office? Sure. Yeah, please. I'll do I'll do like the whiskey production for I'll you. I'll do Tipping Pitch's East Liberty's office too, just so that we have a place to call home still. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at this point, you know, with this period of growth, we have so many diversified interests anyway. We're gonna need a whiskey guy, right? right like, down, that's A-Rod. already gonna be on the table. Yeah, <laughs> I, your face transformed to A Rod, like in uh, Lord of the Rings right. for Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> All the properties we're gonna own. Oh my! He's God. been corrupted. We're gonna be so diversified. We just own so many condos. Like uh, diversity. That, they they of all have thought. microphones in them for some reason. It's like yeah, yes. the, the, book, the books expense. behind you just turned into, the, into boxes of sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise if I had a rod money, which to be clear, we don't know how much money that is. Like we don't actually know if he has any money. Let's <laughs> say Donald bucks. Trump. 
It's like Donald yeah, Trump. Exactly. Yeah, Donald Trump. Like, we never really know what are his assets or his liabilities. Um, if I had A-Rod money, I would not be posting workout videos on Instagram. Just <laughs> would, it, would not be doing it. Because why the fuck would you? Right. Yeah. And as, as, as an English teacher of primarily emotionally disturbed children, I will say this. He strikes me as someone who has deeply, deeply, deeply low self-esteem and still somehow thinks that he's not living up to what his dad wished that he could be or something like that. He's, he's like, I, I, there's sadness behind everything he there, does. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel, yeah, he I has like a thousand pity. yard stare. And yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, Alex here, not Alex Rodriguez, Alex here, I consider him I to mean, be. I mean, they're kind of merging a little bit. <laughs> right, a, yeah. One of the foremost Alex Rodriguez scholars in the world. Honestly, not just in America, not just in the Tipping Pitches universe, but in the world. Like, I feel like you really understand him on a spiritual level. You go on deep dives. You participate <laughs> in his Instagram uh, sweepstakes giveaways. <laughs> I choose. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The only thing left for you to do is to become his protege, which I have been mm. urging you and I will urge you again on this podcast to try harder to do. I mean, it's a little dangerous. <laughs> like, I don't really know where I end and Alex Rodriguez begins at this point. <laughs> You know, like it's getting mm-hmm. a little a little sketchy. No, he's got huge I mean, these days huge divorce guy energy, right? Mm-hmm. And that combined with his true poster's heart. I mean, yeah. he the yeah. man cannot log off and I just have to hand it to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite yeah, yeah. I, I mean it just it just would suck it suck. It's like you have all this money and you're still not happy. Um I would be very happy if I had that much money in his career. Yes. Incredibly happy. If I was divorced, I'd still be pretty fucking happy. <laughs> um, uh, if my wife hears this, I still love right, her. I was gonna um, say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, my, if my wife still hears this, I still love you shirt has my <laughs> wife asking a lot of questions. As <laughs> 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 she's standing right outside the door listening. Yeah. <laughs> Tom! Tom! Look, fucking... I'll wait till you make the money first. <laughs> no, shut up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The big teacher bucks. 20 years, I'll be making uh, six figures. Let's Proud go. of you. For the last hey. three years of my career. Let's go. Woo. Yeah, if there's still a pension plan. Then, yeah. Maybe you can put your name on the lease for the Malibu office. I know. I know. Careful. Chop, chop, man. <laughs> I'll get too big oh, for your yeah. britches. Yeah, I'll be the, I'll be the, I'll form the Shell Corporation. Uh, for you guys. Yeah, please do. Yeah, put You're just the name. guy signing like a hundred pieces of paper an hour, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that would I'm be the wh- way to do it, right? If you got the Powerball, you, you like, team up with the good face, right? Yeah. To, who'll, who'll get you in the door. You yeah. say, hey, I got the money. I just need you to, uh, I don't know, sign this back. I still mm-hmm. don't really know how those work, right? You just, just sign, just sign the, the, the dotted line for me so the owners yeah. can, can trust me. And, you know, I, I already have one and a half knees, so when the, the mobsters sure. come calling and to break them, hey, it's <laughs> it's a half a knee less than you guys would lose. So. <laughs> yeah, they're going to go home feeling very unfulfilled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, joke's on you. <laughs> joke's on you, buddy. I already don't have an ACL. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, something, something me and a lot of athletes have in common. You have one and a half <laughs> knees? Yeah. How much longer is that? Is that list? <laughs> Yeah. Well, who was who was the who was the baseball player we were talking about? Lamb. Uh, we're saying he's gonna have he has one knee. He just like interchanges it every time he he needs it. Yeah, yeah. Throw. I forget who it was. Oh, what's his? Oh, fucking uh, the guy who uh, was it? Chris Sale. My no. Well, he broke his hand. 
Okay, Chris Sale wall, ruined like, my life. Which, which, is, which is Boston Energy. Um, Chris Sale ruined my fucking life, dude. Yeah, he broke his hand and just did like 800,000 Red Sox fans the same yeah. time they heard that. Hang on. I'm trying to... Who's the pitcher who, who looks like a bird? Oh, Craig Krim- Kimbrell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I, I, uh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I keep forgetting he's on, on the Phillies. I keep forgetting he's on the Phillies. I... But I, I just remember the, all, everyone mocking him. Yes, and it, and it was kind of getting to him a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Jokes on us. He's a Philadelphia Philly. Yeah. <laughs> and he won a uh, a ring with the Sox. So. Yeah. He was like the best closer in the league for a few years there. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. He's a born again Christian. Thank God, I'll fit right in. As as uh, that guy Matt on Twitter said, the Phillies are a three percenter team that plays baseball. That's like a bonding activity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yet they managed to do Gay Pride Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh, is yeah, it, um it. is our president Dark Brandon? Is he a um is he a real Phillies fan? Oh, I know he's. I yeah, his wife is like she was well, fucking he's... in there for the birds, but like, yeah. yeah, he's he's always been a, you know, he's always said like the Phillies were never they were doing well. So I mean, even do you think he that he would come on our podcast to talk about Craig Kimball? Probably. Uh, his his wife is from fucking Willow Grove. Like she is in that's there. In there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, mean, I didn't know. I'm that. a 30 minute drive from from the from the birth the, the Jill Biden birthplace, the homestead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I forget what her uh, main name is, but where, where her family built built the house out of out of logs, you know, uh, back during the colonial days. They I know we've uh, we've expressed it on this podcast, uh, but I want to speak for everyone now. We have a captive audience. Her middle name is Jacobs, by the way. Uh, when I say, and I speak for everyone when I say that Jill Biden could get it. <laughs> All right. Um, it's always an adventure when we talk to you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You went to Upper Moreland. Oh. Upper Moreland. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I used to work I used to with the work at a place right by the high school there. That's one of us territory. Yeah. That's uh uh don't do not do you love not being able to drink your ground uh your well water because of yep. the uh Asbestos. No, the uh the was it the poly something hexagon. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of Amber. No, it's the other toxic, right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, from yeah. from from the firefighting foam at the Willow Grove. Oh, the Air Force Base. Air Force Base now now drone command center. They fly a lot of the drones out of there, like not actually out of there, but like they have the joy. The, the, the Xbox controllers are are there. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> not I'm not joking. That's war cry, baby. It's yeah. all good. It's it's an it's Air National Guard base. Slash Xbox controller depot right. slash war crime the central highest yeah war pollution crime per super fun world. Get your enough about the Phillies defense. We made it. We made it an hour. Congratulations, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, I guess we. Could, I was going to put some of the rule change stuff. I think we could punt on that. Um, we could. Uh, that's a relief to me. You'll be back. I don't have any yeah. thoughts. You'll be back. Don't worry. Oh, you guys are our first return guests. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so congratulations. Yeah, you can now um, you now get free free uh, well drinks uh, during happy hour. <laughs> uh, a joke I did not steal from Trash Future. All right. Um, 
So yeah, we got two. Uh, we got two voicemails from okay. From one from one from a longtime listener, Charlie, and another from Wayne. So uh, uh, you ready? You ready to listen to these sad Eagles losing voicemails? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Feed off of it. Hold on. Let me just tap my vein <laughs> yeah. real quick. Yeah. You can get I your Giants jersey. I mean, I was a huge Giants fan for most of my life until I just kind of stopped watching football altogether. But the first two, the Giants Super Bowls were like two of the four best days of my life, you know? And it's honestly, um, it's the, the, the days of watching football, like I, I just feel like there's going to be one bad injury that's going to make me go, hmm, I'm not sure I could get done the same more. But until they go birds. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, let's listen to Charlie. Uh, no birds, no birds. Charlie Roxborough, E.M. Yeah, the uh, 0 for 3 continues the championships. Yeah, this one just as bad as the others because, again, much like all three, it looked like they were going to do it until – they didn't, and uh, Hugh Gannon uh, uh, didn't didn't pull through at the end. Uh, we made the actual adjustments, so it looked like just blown coverage edge or blown coverage late. Over the hard now, flat. Can't say anything up. about yeah, the defense. offense. They did everything you could do to win that one, and just you know, one holding call cost them the the ball. Now. But, you know, 13 days, uh, union season starts at home to Columbus. So we'll get on it with the, with the, the boys in blue and gold, doping it up. And their new Simpsons uh, right. team jerseys. Later, Tom and Liam. Sorry, I didn't say your name at the beginning, but no birds. <laughs> Not offended. Later. Bye, Charlie. Bye, Charlie. I normal love him. Eagles fan. Normal, yeah. normal football. Yeah. We would die for Charlie. I want to be very clear on that. I would follow Charlie into a war. Charlie, I, I, I don't even like the Eagles, and I felt that, brother. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He. I mean, I mean, consider that. Plus the, you know, he's a diehard Union guy, and yeah. the Union lost the same day the Birds lost or the mm-hmm. Phillies lost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're going for the uh, second place sweep, the silver sweep, we call it. I just made that up, but the... man, fuck you. <laughs> hey, we're going. Uh, we're uh, hey, maybe the Sixers will go to the finals while the Golden Sombrero, just like yeah. Ryan Howard, man. The darkest, yeah. the darkest part of this, honestly, well, for me personally, the funniest part of this was that my my sister's fiance had a bet that all of the uh, the Eagles, Sixers, and Phillies would. It was like a futures bet. A parlay for like an insane odds because it was preseason before the Eagles even started. Um, that they would all win their championship and they've so far both come in second, which is like very uh, cruel. It's cruel, yeah. The fates are cruel. Maybe draft uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna better. lie, I uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, uh, not being very familiar with soccer, he said the union season, season was, was starting, yeah, and I was like, it's Always union season, baby. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you serious? Yeah. I thought you Took were a real Google union search. fan. I figured it out. Yeah, I thought you were a real union fan, Charlie. Uh, Charlie, now famously anti-worker. Yes. Uh, all right. We got uh, one more voicemail uh, from Wayne. Hey, Tom. Yeah, wait. Hey, Liam. It's Wayne. Pronouns he, him. 
Uh, it's been about four days since uh, my heart was completely ripped out with the Philadelphia Eagles losing to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the, the whole call, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a, probably the right call, but should have been, been made. Probably not because most that call is not made nine out of ten times. Uh, I guess uh, looking forward to the baseball season. I uh, hope you guys have been uh, uh, coping with the losses like as well as I have been doing. Uh, anyway, uh, go birds to the end. Uh, get can't wait for baseball season and uh, fuck Temple. Pay up, motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's right. 100%. 100% agreed, Wayne. Union season, baby. Yeah. Oh, man. I think, I think really reasonable about this hold call, you know? I, look, I, I, we didn't lose on that hold call. It just, it just makes no, you. It just feel, was the dagger. It was the it, dagger. It, it made you, it didn't give you the chance for the redemption in the end. Like, the, the loss was the two touchdowns given up. Yeah. On not, not playing defense. Not not covering the flat during a uh, a goal line stand. Yeah, very um, well. Gannon got left in the desert, so at least there's that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, if yeah. we uh, if we if we ever make t-shirts, uh, ten thousand losses. It's always union season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um. All right. Um. Well, we already did the 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 fucking DM because that was the draft fucks. Um. Yeah. Again, uh, draft fucks. If you actually want to sponsor, I'm glad you did enough research to find out, like you read our profile to see who our names were. So I give you that much credit. But uh, yeah, not 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 twenty dollars a, a referral. That's uh, that's bullshit. I mm-hmm. I I have to respect that you uh, pretty much right off the top of this podcast uh, uh, spent like you know ten minutes making fun of these people, and then we circled back. Just in yeah. case, like they hung in there, they were like, "Well, <laughs> I, I know, I know they roasted me, but that's part of the joke, yeah. right? Let me see what else yeah. they got." <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm not fully convinced that this is a real company. Um, however, more power to you if they give you money. I would just say, don't give them your social security number as the first no. as the first point of communication. <laughs> no, no. Uh, ten, we'll give them the uh, well, since all corporations are people, uh, ten thousand losses incorporated. Um, which is a Delaware corporation, actually, mm. unlike uh, WTYP. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you our lawyers. We'll, we'll talk to your lawyers. We'll get, we'll get it yeah, yeah. straight away. Nice. All right. Uh, well, well, thanks, uh, thanks, guys, for coming on and congratulations, a big repeat guest. Repeat guest and shit posting, uh, an audio shit post for almost uh, almost hour fifteen minutes. Thank Appreciate. you guys for having us. This was, yeah, yeah this was our distinct pleasure. Appreciate, appreciate your company, yeah. Um, and and, and Mike and my condolences to you both. I will say, thanks. If it wasn't, thank you. Feel like you guys got a chance to like let your hair down a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. not not be so strict and uh, talking about baseball 100. percent Yeah, know, as serious as you take it on to big pitches. <laughs> you know, we don't take everything that seriously, but <laughs> one thing that we do is, um, I don't know, like pretend pretend like we're actually doing a professional podcast sometimes. You know, like we try to we try to do topics and segments and whatnot, and then it doesn't always feel like we achieve that. So it's nice to come here and really kind of just like jam <laughs> sesh yeah. for a little while. It's, you know? it, this is like unplugged, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, right. which is Soft really 
honestly the bread and butter of leftist podcasting you know <laughs> like the unplugged the kind of just anything might happen energy to it yeah. it's important the, the 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 mechanical keyboard clips make their way right. through the through the noise yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like well, it's we we are we are the the album versions of grateful dead songs and yes. you're like the live versions you know we're yeah. just up here who knows how long it'll go but we're going to have yeah. a blast and who knows how high we are Exactly. I'm that not. Too. It's usually the drinking, but I'm not. Yeah. No, you I are? actually am sober. Because uh, yeah, I'm sick. You. Oh yeah. Doesn't act. Drinking doesn't actually make sickness go away. Um, I guess my grandmother was wrong. All right. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. All right. Uh, anyway. Well, thanks guys for coming on. Uh, let's see. We're gonna do our outro. So, shouts out to our North Catholic High School uh, graduate tier patrons: uh, Patrick N, Sean P, Mike S, Amanda B, and Steve D. We have new new 700 level patrons this week, uh, so uh, there's no shouts shouts out uh, or shout outs. I don't, you know, it's like attorneys general uh, plugs. General. Yeah, attorneys general shouts out. Uh, uh, voicemail two six seven three seven one seven two one eight. Give us your name and pronouns. DM us, follow us. I'm at Tehika T Pain. He's at not Liam Anderson. Right? No, it's it's not Liam Anderson with a zero because I'm late. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Uh, and patreon.com slash 10,000 losses, not $10,000. <laughs> if you would like to, if you would like to donate, uh, $10,000 month to the podcast and, uh, let me quit being a teacher. That would be great. That would be great. Um, and then, uh, other podcasts. Well, uh, guys, where can, where can people get more tipping pitches content? Yeah. Tipping underscore pitches on Twitter, uh, tipping pitches, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, audible, Fucking, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I don't know if we're on Audible. <laughs> we're in a lot of places, you know, tipping pitches wherever you get your pods. Um, that's pretty much it. We have a Patreon, but honestly, see if you like the show first, you know? If you do, come hang. Patreon Slack, it's always popping. Tom is always creating controversy in there. So <laughs> if you want more <laughs> controversial Tom opinions, that's the place to be. Yeah, I try my best. boy. I do. I do, uh, I do. Also hijack when you do uh, your your live streams. I like to hijack, you know, for f- five or six hours. We need to get. You know, frankly, it's a it's a it's really a blessing. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, off off the po- uh, off the air at some point, I would to ask you guys how you arrange your technology because that's something that we wanted to do at some point for our mm. for our show. But that's mm. that's a uh, another conversation for another day. All right. Um, and also listen to our other friends' podcasts, uh, like "Well, There's Your Problem." Trash. Don't listen to "Well, There's Your Problem." Don't listen to it anymore. Nah, suck. Fuck you. All right. Uh, listen <laughs> to uh, "Lions Led by Liam's." Lions Led by Liam's. Um, uh, what, what's the other one? Oh, I'm going to be on. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's the boat one. Come town. You're going to be on Come town. <laughs> I'm going to be on Come town. <laughs> Beyond the breakers. Yeah. I have Beyond the Breakers. I'm gonna be on Beyond the Breakers coming up soon. Uh, cool. Uh, hey, I have. I actually have touched Stav. Just so you know that. Proud of you. There is, there is wow. a picture of, of me and Stav going like this. So. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um. His his flesh was much firmer than I expected. Okay, that's really? enough. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's I, enough. I, I do expect. Hey, yeah. Hey. It looks very <laughs> soft. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I think that's all. Guess. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks. Have a good Bye, night. everybody. Thank you. <laughs>